Down to Business podcast took Charlotte, North Carolina by storm yet again, man. Big shout out to Dr. Travis Whiteside for joining us at the Tax and Tea Lounge. A beautiful venue, beautiful vibe, beautiful people, man. Everything just was beautiful, if I had to really put it into one word to sum up the entire weekend. But, you know, he really came on and talked about everything that he has going on, from being a chiropractor and getting into that field to franchising his own Hotworks location in Asheville, which I encourage all of you to check out because he actually put me on some game. I didn't really know, or at least I thought I knew what the concept of a Hotworks was and what they really did, but he really got into all the ins and outs, everything that they offer, the memberships, what you can expect. So I definitely encourage you, if you're in the Charlotte or North Carolina or even any surrounding area, to go check them out in Asheville. So without further ado, I won't spoil too much of the episode for you. I really want y'all to see this live event from start to finish and just see the vibes that were curated. And big shout out to everyone who made this happen from Tashiba and Hassan at the Tax and Tea Lounge to Dr. Travis Whiteside, who actually came and gave a great interview. And then DJ B. Wavy, who was on the ones and twos from start to finish, man. So without further ado, enjoy episode 109, Delayed Gratification. So welcome to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. As you can see, we're live. We did it. We, we made it happen again, y'all. So very excited, very thankful for everybody who has, you know, stuck with us up until this point, allowed this to be possible. You know, I definitely didn't do this all by myself. Big shout out to Saray and Lux Cheek and Planning and Co. Just because, you know, she was the one who really set the tone for this. I want to give away back with her in March. And she pretty much asked me, what did I want to do? You know, so I told her I want to do a live podcast event at a... Black-owned venues. So she was able to pretty much, you know, she she did all the work from there. She laid all the groundwork. She found the venue, plugged me in, made the event right, did all the marketing, everything like that. All I really had to do was show up, promote, sell tickets. So, of course, I wanted to come back here. Of course, I still wanted to make things happen. So very excited to be sitting down with Dr. Travis Whiteside, somebody who, you know, went to the same school, didn't really interact as much, but still somebody who I was able to get plugged in with, just through mutual friends and everything like that. We chopped it up. He's definitely doing some great things. He was very excited to be here, very eager to be on the platform. So how are we doing, bro? How's good, everything? Man. You good? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for everybody for coming out today. As he mentioned, um, this is a dope event. Um, I'm glad I was able to come out and support um, the second event, but uh, I think it's going to turn out really good. Uh, I like to interact, so any questions, anything like that, um, feel free to just go ahead and hop in and ask. Um, I don't really know if he care much for that, but uh, just hop in and ask. I'll do whatever y'all got to do in there. I ain't, you know, I ain't tripping. I, if you got something to say, you know. I, and last time, if y'all were, for the people who were here, you know, we did do a live Q&A segment at the end. So definitely, if and something I've also forgot to mention is we got some we got some merchandise in the back. We got some things that I want to give away. I want to take care of y'all. You know, I don't ever want to bring y'all out, have y'all come here and support me without, you know, returning the favor, showing y'all love and everything. So we're going to get into that at the end. Big shout out to my dog, Cam, from Ole Ohana for taking care of us. So, no. So can you just, one, Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then two, can you just tell us what not only brings you on the podcast, brings you here, like bring you to the live event in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, let's just yeah. break it down for people. So you want like the the, the full backstory? I want the full backstory. We got nothing but time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so as you said, uh, my name is uh, Travis Whiteside. Um, I'm a doctor, but I usually just tell people my name is Trav. Um, but I'm a chiropractor. I graduated from East Carolina in 2014. Um, I graduated chiropractic school in 2019. Uh, I'm originally from Asheville, North Carolina, which is right up the road, about an hour and 45 minutes. A lot of people, when I tell them where I'm from, they're like, oh, I don't really know where that is. Um, they get it kind of confused with Asheboro, where the zoo is, things like that. But uh, Asheville is right up the road, uh, up in the mountains. So I grew up there. Um, like I said, did my undergrad at East Carolina, uh, moved back home for a couple of years. Uh, still was trying to figure out life, things like that. Ended up going to chiropractic school. Um, and then, like I said, graduated in 2019. Um, worked in Memphis for a year as an uh, associate for a chiropractor, hated it. Um, we can get into a little bit more of that story as well. Um, but uh, I wanted to move back home and opened up my practice last year uh, in August. So, okay. Well, since you said it, I want to get into it now. Um, so, Memphis, I've never been to Memphis, only driven through it. So, what was that? Why, like, one, how did you end up in Memphis? But two, why the experience? Why not? Why not the best? Really? Why not the best thing for you at the time? Yeah. So um, one thing I forgot to mention is my fiance. She's a chiropractor as well. Um, so we met in chiropractic school, and she had a job opportunity out there. And uh, I was like, well, I don't really want to stay in St. Louis. I hated the Midwest. Hated everything about the Midwest. Um, she's originally from Chicago, and I was like, I ain't going to Chicago. Got uh, <laughs> got to get back down south or something like that. So we decided on Memphis. Um, went out there. 
worked for a black doctor, um, thought it was going to be a great opportunity to grow, um, and it just, it, it, it wasn't that. Um, grateful for the experience, um, and I didn't mind Memphis, but she hated Memphis, and she was like, nah, like, we can't do this either. So originally, we actually wanted to open up our office in Charlotte here, um, and it, it was a bunch of roadblocks, a bunch of red flags on why we didn't come here. Um, we almost signed a lease for seven years at a location, uh, was going to end up paying like $9,000 in rent by year seven. Um, I'm glad we didn't do that. We decided to stay in Asheville, um, and it's been great thus far. Okay. So where really did the interest in this come from? Like why, why, cause I, one, I've never been to a chiropractor. I feel like I might need to though. Definitely. I was just talking to a couple of uh, I was talking to a couple of my boys out there, just, you know, as you start to get older, I'm going to start checking in. You know, you start waking up, and moving the scene, you know, especially with all the things we do, we like to get into, we like to have fun with. So where where really did that interest stem for you? Like, why did you kind of want to get into that so much so that, you know, you went through, like you said, roadblocks, turns out obstacles, everything like that. But how did that really originate as an interest, as a passion? Yeah, so I was introduced to chiropractic at a young age. Um, I was probably like 10 or 12. Um, my grandmother, she was going to the chiropractor, and it was like, totally new to me. Um, I just go in, get adjusted, leave, didn't think much of it. Um, but once I got into chiropractic school, I started thinking um, a little bit more about the effects of how chiropractic and the body work. Um, when I was growing up, I had a bad history of like ear infections, chronic ear infections, like every single year, multiple times a year, um, until I was like 12. And started going to the chiropractor, and they went away. At the time, like I didn't really pay much attention to it. Um, it was kind of like, they just went away. Um, but as I got through chiropractic school, I started to realize, like, oh, damn, like, thinking back, like, that's really how my body changed. Um, but that's how I was introduced to chiropractic. So in undergrad, my um, major was exercise phys. Um, I was on the pre-physical therapy route. I did um, an internship at a place called D1 Sports Training um, in, Sa in Savannah um, and hated it. Um, it just, it just... I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say that a lot because I'm, I'm just real. I, I, I'm, real, I'm real about my experiences. Like I'll tell you, like the experiences are lessons and you grow from them. But like some some experiences just aren't that great. But um, it just wasn't as much hands on as I thought it was gonna be. It was more so like here's this piece of paper, go home, do this exercise, do this. Um, you may feel better. Come back into us, see us a week. Um, and I always knew that I wanted to do something kind of with my hands, and it, it just wasn't as hands on as I thought it was gonna be. Um, so when I moved back home. After that internship in like 2015, uh, I started working for a chiropractor. So was working for a chiropractor. Um, also was working at my my main job, which my first job was Foot Locker. So was working there as well. Foot Locker shop. Yeah, Foot Locker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I was working there as well and started working with this uh, chiropractor. And he was working with like Clemson basketball team, uh, UNC Asheville swimming team, things like that. And I was like, dang, like I didn't really realize chiropractic had all these different avenues like all i knew was to get your back adjust it go in you leave and that's it that's all I'm um, but but with him he was doing he was doing a lot of like muscle work things like that um and it, it kind of really intrigued me so um from Asheville, there's about it's a, about a 45 minute drive to uh spartanburg uh, there's a chiropractic school there and he was like hey like i know you're kind of interested in chiropractic pt stuff like that he was like you know, I'll introduce you to the, the school that I went to, which was Logan in St. Louis. Um, he was like, but you just can't go to Sherman, um, which was the one in Spartanburg. And he was like, yeah, you're like, you don't want to go there. Like, it's not a great school, um, whatever. So I wound up touring um, Logan in St. Louis um, and then uh, life in Atlanta. I was going to move to Atlanta, was really, really pumped about it. And then realized, like, hey, like, if I move to Atlanta, like, man, I know I ain't focus like this school 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 yeah like school is it's gonna be a lot like i ain't about to be focused so i wanted to go i wound up going to st louis um didn't know a single soul in st louis just up and moved um in 2016 and then started chiropractic school and fell in love with it so with so many you said savannah you said memphis with mm -hmm. so many negative experiences with so many roadblocks just things that kind of you know might have even deterred you away from this which you wouldn't want to do your interest or passion why did you, what really kept you focused here? Because, you know, we all have passions. We all have things we love. I love this podcast. But I also know that there have been times where I didn't want to do this. I, well, I was procrastinating. I was BSing. I asked Trey. He, he watched me sometimes. I, I said, even some people who I dropped episodes with, I tell y'all, to be real with y'all, since we're being very honest right now, I was supposed to drop an episode on Thursday. Here we are Saturday. I have not dropped the episode. So it's just like, you know, but so sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm also 
I don't want to come off to people as like not passionate or not. This is not something I love, but I also know that I deal with life where things happen. I've, I've been going through a few things, you know, more recently, but with so many things that just came your way with you still having this study, having gone different places, what really kept you on track? What really kept this as like on the forefront of your brain or something you really wanted to do? Um, really uh, delay gratification. Um, like that's, that's a huge thing for me. That might it's be the like, name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's a huge thing for me. Like, you know, everybody wants that instant, instant gratification, um, especially the world that we live in right now with social media, all that type of stuff. Um, but for me, it's always been like, that's kind of what I grew up under is like seeing that delayed gratification in terms of like, you know, life and, you know, wealth and things like that. Um, so like for me, like when I turn 45, like I'm not trying to work. So like, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to enjoy life. So everything that I've kind of done up to this point has been kind of like, okay, I'm preparing for this part. I'm, I'm preparing for, you know, exit strategy left this way. And, you know, like I said, not working after the age of 45. Okay. So let's fast forward a little bit. So in the chiropractic, doing the chiropractic thing, all of that ended up here in Charlotte, got the doing location at Asheville. How did Hot Works come into play? Mind you, I didn't even know what a, do y'all do y'all know what Hot Works is? Like have y'all heard of that? Are y'all familiar with that? Like what yeah. Hot Works is? What is what's Hot somebody who knows what's Hot Works? She, ah, she, she, she raised her hand. She, she, right, she, she go ahead. I know. Right. Where you work out and it's like um yeah. facilities and yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they All right. All right, so I didn't, well, I didn't know about that until I got down to Florida. We have some of those in Florida. I don't know if we have those in Philly or not, whatever. But how did you, how did you, uh, how, like, how did that happen? One, I, a goal of mine, something that's on my bucket list, I've definitely always wanted to franchise something, like start a little, I don't know what, I used to always think the food route, like, now you got to be in the yoga. Like, now I'm thinking, you know, because like you said, get adjusted. I'm still thinking about that because my back is crazy. But, yeah, how did, what was that process like? Why did you even, like, have that interest? Was it kind of, you are, did you get a plug in from chiropractic? Was this just something you always thought about? What was that? Nah, so originally, um, going along with chiropractic, like I thought I wanted to work with athletes. So I was like, as soon as I graduate, I'm gonna open up a chiropractic office. I'm gonna see a lot of athletes. Like it's gonna be like gym and, and chiropractic together. Like I'm gonna mess it well together. Um, and then chiropractic school just showed me a different side. Um, so our office, we focus more on wellness. Um, so overall lifestyle wellness. So we see babies all the way up. So we see, um, you know, whole families. And I was like, dang, like, I don't want to just focus on athletes and, and leave out the rest of the people because, like, I know everyone that has a spine, they, they need care. Um, so I was like, dang, like, I want to do this. So my chiropractic side of it shifted to more towards wellness. Um, but I still kind of had, like, the gym idea in the back of my head. Um, so like I said, with lessons, moved to Memphis, um, and then COVID hit. Hotworks, um, I was a member at Hotworks, I was a member at Lifetime, and Hotworks was the only gym that didn't close during COVID. Um, so it's a, as she, as she kind of said, it's a 24-hour infrared fitness studio. Um, so you have access to the studio 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You essentially work out inside of infrared saunas. Uh, each, each sauna accommodates up to three people, uh, things like that. So when COVID hit, Lifetime, everything else closed, Hotworks stayed open, and it worked great with our schedule. So being a chiropractor, we were working from like, you know, 7.30 until like, you know, 8 p.m. some nights. So it was like, I need a gym that I can consistently go to. So was going to Hot Works, their only stipulation during COVID was you had to live in the same household to work out in the same sauna. Um, and they only allowed two people instead of the three people to the sauna. So it was like a cool concept, cool idea. So I was like, damn, like, this is, this is really cool. And the cool thing about franchises is systems and procedures. So with any type of business, any type of entrepreneurship, if like if you don't have like good set systems and procedures, like, it's not gonna work. Um, it's I mean it, it, it may work, but it's you're gonna be like spinning your wheels a lot. So um, systems and procedures with the idea or the thought of the franchise was like, dang, like that's really really dope. Um, so I looked into it a little bit more, and then um, reached out to them. They gave me the information, things like that, and then I already knew that I was moving back to North Carolina. Like I said, we were trying to open up in Charlotte, and I was like, well, there's a couple of works there, but, like, there's none on, like, the North End at the time. It wasn't um, – there was no, none on the North End. Um, so I bought into the franchise, and then once we realized that we weren't moving to Charlotte, just decided to open up in Asheville and realized that there was no more 24-hour fitness studios. So Gold's Gym used to be 24 hours before I moved. Um, they closed at, like, 8 p.m. now or something like that. Um, there's an any time, but it's very, very small, things like that. So – um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the Asheville area, but it's kind of like a hippie town a little bit. So like 
yoga, all that type of stuff, like people are really, really into. So I was like, this will be a great concept for bring Asheville. Um, and it just kind of took off like that. Okay. So why was the reason they stayed open because of the heat? Is it because every, is it kind of killing everything? Was that kind of to be the belief? Why did that, like, why did that happen like that? Do you I don't, know, do you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that, that was more so the belief. I think it was more so that it was closed off. So, like I said, each each lo- yeah each like each that. each each location um, they have a set amount of saunas. So, like our location in Asheville has ten individual saunas. Um, so, essentially, you can have like thirty people working out at one time, but you have three people in a pod. Um, since the pods are large enough to accommodate up to three people, if two people are in there, you're kind of at that six feet apart type of deal with, with what COVID had going on. Um, so it kind of worked out like, hey, like we can stay open because we aren't seeing the high volume that most box gyms are seeing. Um, however, we are 24 hours, so like we can schedule, you know, the way the, the way it needs to work. Okay. Now with franchise and the location, what are some of the roles and responsibilities that comes with? Like how hands-on are you? Every, every day. I'm in there working every day. Um, my fiance, that's actually why she didn't come because she's working today. Shout out to um, but it's, 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 it's not easy. Um, sure. Being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, a lot of people think like, you know, they see my social media. I, I, I have people, friends that say this all the time, like, man, like y'all look like y'all manage it well. Um, but it's, it's, it's difficult. So like I'm, I'm very hands-on with Hot Works. Um, I was actually there. Our staff hours on Fridays are from nine until six, but I was actually there until eight last night um, because we had a, a part-timer call out. So like, I'm very hands-on, I'm on the day-to-day. Um, but the good thing about the franchise is, like I said, the systems and procedures. So they already have those mapped out and laid out for you. Um, ultimately, you just gotta follow those rules. Um, and obviously like, you know, different franchises have different things. Um, so, you know, I, I know some friends that have, you know, Smoothie Kings or, you know, cupcakes, uh, small cakes, things like that. Um, and their systems and procedures are completely different um, compared to like Hotworks. The one thing I really, really liked about Hotworks is they map it out every single thing for you. So when it comes to social media, branding, marketing, all that type of stuff, like they essentially like hand it to you and say like, hey, this is how you do it. You just got to go out and do it. Now I, now, I heard your entire answer. The one thing I really heard was the cupcakes, and so I'm gonna point that out. So shout out to where Sean at? Yeah, shout out to shout out to Shauna Sweet Treats. I uh, I'm gonna kind of give y'all a little plug in now. So she, we're actually gonna do another live event before the year is over, either November or December. I'm trying to figure it out. She will be the next person that's on the podcast. So big shout out to her for taking care of me. Definitely tap on her. She makes some crazy things. Uh, I know y'all got to sweet tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know y'all got sweet tooth and all that. So definitely, yeah, my she go crazy. So. But okay, so I, I love that just because, you know, it's one thing to have a location, have a business, have things like that. But it's another thing when you, when you have that, you've bought into that, you've done that. But like you said, you're in it every day. People call out, things happen. You going to fire person? No, 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 He had a valid reason. It's tough time. But no, so, okay, so now with... Has franchise in this location, what has that What has that made you think about the future? Is it something that you want to kind of keep populating now? Or are you thinking kind of moving outside of North Carolina? Where really, what's the trajectory for what you're doing right now and where you kind of want to go with, with what you're involved with? Um, it's kind of crazy because at first we kind of thought about franchising. Before we got Howard's open, we kind of thought about franchising our office. So like the plug, um, we thought about franchising that. And then I was like, well, you know, if we explode here, like we're going to have to expand. Um it's something we kind of toyed a little bit with. Like, there's other things I want to do, so I'm, I, I do a little bit of real estate stuff and stuff like that. Um, but once this hot, hot works location gets to where it needs to be, um, definitely looking at expanding and you know opening up multiple. Uh, Asheville's not that big; uh, it's only about ninety thousand uh, population. So um, I could put one on like the north side of town, one on the south side of town, um, and it might work out well. Um, it just kind of depends because there are still other gyms there. Like I said, they're just not 24 hours. So it just kind of depends on what it is that you're looking for because everybody isn't into, you know, the infrared sign, the infrared therapy. Everybody should be, but they aren't. Um, so, okay. So you just said two things now. So one, you said you're trying to get it to where it needs to be. Where's it need to be? Like, where is it at now? What are you trying to do? What are you working towards to get it to where you want to be? Yeah. Goal? So, so at Howard's, um, by month four of being open. So we've only been open about a month. A little over a month, but by month four of being open, they want you to have about 500 members. Um, that's when you really start seeing like a turnover in terms of like growth and stuff like that. Um, so we're over halfway there, um, we've, and we've only been open over four months, so that's really really good. But ultimately, I would like to get to at least a thousand members um, 
reason being is because we just went to the Howard's convention and there's a location in Texas that has pretty close to a thousand members, but you know, they're bringing in net revenue, you know, 60,000 a month. Like, you know what I mean? So that's some people sound it. Yeah. You know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's real. Okay. So now with, with working towards that goal, how, so pretty much in order to have an 1,000 member location, have a 500 member location, you guys are pretty, I'm assuming, like, y'all are pretty big. So, like, if y'all got to 500, y'all would still be able to come. Like, you wouldn't need to do anything extra. You'd pretty much be okay with where you are right now, like, size-wise, yeah, yeah, things like that. Okay. Yeah, so our, our location is actually pretty big. Um, we actually um, got into a new development uh, that's right on the south side of Asheville uh, that had just been built at the end of 2020, I think. Um, so we actually wound up taking over two spaces, and typically – you know, they're around about 1,600, 1,800 square feet. Ours is about 2,300 square feet. So we got enough size for the growth. Um, it's just a matter of, like I said, if you got people that work on the south side of Asheville, but they live in the north, like they may not use it as frequently, um, opposed to if you put another one out there in the north, then it's like, okay, boom, you get it. You get revenue from both, from both streams, uh, which the cool thing about that is, is if there is a multiple location, then your members, um, their memberships, they actually change. So it goes from, you know, like a $59.99 standard membership to $79.99. Um, so, you know, $20 on 500 people. Like, so, you know, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's what's up. Okay. For sure. Okay. As a as a chiropractor, as I, we all see the videos, the TikToks where they snapping people all crazy, like, pulling, you know, the joke. So what, what exactly do you do, like, as a, like, hands-on, like, day-in, day-out, like, type of when you're at the club? Yeah. Um, so majority of our time in the office is education, um, especially with our people, um, because we just don't know. We think when we hear about chiropractic, it's just neck pain, back pain. Um, but like I mentioned, we see babies, we see pregnant women, we see like all of the above. Um, and it's really just about educating them on the importance of chiropractic. Uh, I think as you kind of mentioned earlier, um, you talked, you were talking about your spine and things like that. We only get one spine. Like, you know what I mean? Like. We can get a heart transplant. We can get a lung transplant. Like we can get all these types of different transplants, um, but you only get one spine. There's no such thing as a spine transplant. So why not take care of the one that you already got? Um, so really, in our office, we're really, really big on education. So 80% of our visits are all about education, um, getting uh, getting the patient to think a little bit differently. And in our office, we really don't focus on pain either. Um, so we kind of we kind of shy away from talking about pain because that's what everybody wants to relate chiropractic to. Um, but we work really want to plug into the wellness piece and the wellness side of things in terms of like, okay, let's be preventative or let's be proactive rather than being reactive. A lot of people are reactive and then, you know, sometimes it's too late. Um, so that's, that's really how we focus on it. So what would you say are some everyday things, some preventative measures that even people in this room can take to, you know, ensure better postures is that we're taking the longevity of the spine. Just because like you said, a spine train, that would sound lovely, but it's yeah. not painful too, but it's yeah. definitely not going to happen. Right. Um, maybe not yet, but what are some just, you know, what are some things that we should be doing, we could be doing to ensure better health for us? Um, I mean, like you just said, like better posture, like obviously, I mean, I'm sitting slashed right yeah, now, I'm but like, you know, you, all, you, all, you always got to think about, you know, just better posture, eating well. Um, so we, we talk a lot about nutrition and diet um, because a lot of our problems, especially as black people, is lifestyle. All, a lot of the issues that we come across or the issues that we have are all lifestyle and dietary changes. So if we start making changes to those things, then everything else kind of falls in place. Um, so we preach exercise, we preach lifestyle, dietary changes, um, things like that. Really, like I said, we, we really like to get a lot of our patients off of medications. Um, so they don't come to us and we talk to them solely like, hey, like, you need to stop taking this blood pressure medication or anything like that. That's not kind of how we tailor it, but we do let them know like, hey, the reason why you're taking this blood 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 pressure medication could be due to X Y Z. Um, you see commercials all the time on TV, like it's like, hey, if you take this pill, it may cause boom, 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 boom. boom. Yeah, like so it'd like, be worse than what you take. Yeah, so, so like, so like, why, so like, why would you want to do that? Um, and then, and then, a lot of people they go in and they don't ask questions, or they don't know what questions to ask. So, like I said, the huge education piece is getting them to think differently. Like, hey, like, why am I actually taking or do I always have to take this? Because, you know, when you go to the doctor and they're like, hey, you got to take this pill. Most people don't ask, like, well, how long am I going to have to take this? They say, hey, here's a 30-day dose. If you come back, you see us in 30 days, they give you another dose. Um, so it's one of those things of just getting people to think a little bit different. What are some of the biggest misconceptions about what you do, about what you're involved in, about 
even private education is just without the design. No, it has to be kind of crazy. Yeah, so um, kind of like with the videos, we have a ton of people that call um, that want, like, you know, the lot strap. They want that extra, you know, pool, things like that. We don't do that in our office. Um, mainly just the philosophy behind chiropractic, um, knowing that, you know, the, the, the brain is connected with the spinal cord, the spinal cord, um, every nerve and tissue goes to every uh, cell and tissue within the body. So knowing, like, you need that specific adjustment. So I'm not, like, knocking the watch strap. Um, I've had it done. I actually enjoy having it done. Um, I just know the philosophy behind it is like, okay, well, are you really making a difference or are you really making it to look cool on TikTok? You know, so you saw you saw the video where he snapped in the hoop and the hoodie on. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So okay, so why why did you have it done? What did what at the time? What did you feel like it was? What did you feel like it was going to be beneficial? Did you, I know it wasn't just with TikTok or nothing like that, but what did you you know just knowing what you know from being because I know when you like as a dentist, as a doctor, as anybody you know, whenever you go get work done or work performed, you know it has to be whether it's just not because you need it or it's because it may be some education you have or things like that. So you knowing what you know. Being involved, with how you? What made you kind of? Um, I was curious about it, really. Um, you know, you see it often, and like I said, it's, it's nothing necessarily wrong with it. It just doesn't fit with the philosophy of how we do things. Okay. Um, but there's nothing wrong with it. But I was more so curious, um, and like I said, I have it done all the time. It feels great. But I have some patients that I know they can't tolerate that. Um, everybody, that's not for everybody. Um, there's a complete assessment, um, things like that, that need to be done to determine if you are a great candidate for that style of adjustment. So. Plug, hot works. How do they coincide, if at, if at all? Like, do they do they relate to one another? Does one kind of help the other? Do you benefit? Because I know having to be, it's one thing to have a nine to five and be a business owner as well. It's another thing to have basically essentially two businesses and have to you know that balance, but your time still making sure that you're. Because like you said, sometimes you just have to be hands on here. Yeah, maybe in Asheville, but the plug may need something or things like. So how do they do they coincide at all? Yeah, they coincide. Um, really cool, actually. So like. They're actually only about less than a quarter of a mile away from each other, so that's really convenient. Um, so really kind of how we structure our office schedule right now is we see patients between like 7.30 and 10.45. Howard's doesn't open. Well, Howard's is 24 hours, but our staff hours don't start until 11. So from 11 to 8, then I'm in Howard's. But um, ultimately, like I said, it's just about getting people healthier. Um, so I don't, one thing that I don't do, um, that I know a lot of, you know, other professions and things do is I don't push chiropractic on everyone. Although I know that everyone needs it, I, I don't, I don't force it on people, um, because it's gotta be something that you want to do and it's gotta be a change that you're willing to make. Um, and then the same way with how works, like I don't force it on people, but we know that everybody needs to exercise. We know that everybody needs to be moving. Um, we know the benefits of infrared energy and therapy and things like that. Um, but I got to enforce it on people. Like I don't tell people like, you know, this is what you need. I got tons of friends that still won't let me adjust them. And I've been adjusting, you know, for, for years now. You adjust um, the scoops? Nah. But yeah, so like, like I said, I just don't, I don't force it on people. Although I, you know, I give them the recommendations and I tell them that this is what you need. Um, but in terms of Hotworks and the plug actually coinciding together, um, with it being, you know, less than a quarter mile up the road, we have tons of patients that go there and then we have tons of, you know, members that come into the office as well. So it's, it, it, it works out great. It's still kind of that, um, that feeling or that balance that I talked about at the beginning of kind of wanting that chiropractic office on the gym as well. So, so you said that hot works now, you say you've been here a month in. Yeah. So, so we, um, so we signed on to the franchise probably, uh, what was that like? Of course, the end of 2020, um, but we finally got open. Construction got started February of this year. Um, it was supposed to be completed in May. Um, there were some hiccups there, uh, but we got open July 15th, I believe, like officially. With with coming into that franchise, with starting that, with getting into that lane, what was the most eye-opening experience for you? Because I'm sure that having the plug kind of, you knew some things, kind of set you up. You know, you kind of knew what different avenues to take, but I, I know that that was also some work, too, with the hours and things like that. So what was something that, you know, Take a step back now. You look back on it, you're like, wow, like that. That was something. Whether you learned a lesson, whether you yeah. took an L, anything like that. What was that for? Um, back to systems and procedures, honestly, um, because like within our office, we we had already done, you know, an associateship that we didn't care much for. We saw high volume. 
Um, so when I say high volume, you know, seeing five, six hundred patients a week, um, like that's a lot. Like that's not how our office is structured now. Um, and we kind of wanted to change things and like say like, you know, we don't want to do this this way. We don't want to do this part this way uh, when it comes to like office or behind the scenes type of stuff. Um, but ultimately, I, I heard this all the time from like mentors and stuff like don't reinvent the wheel. Um, and that was a lot of the times that's kind of what we were trying to do. Like, well, we don't like to do it this way, but like, what if we did it this way? So it was like trial and error type of thing when there's a proven system that works and that you can do. Um, so it was eye opening to see with with Hotworks, like, hey, they give you the tools, they give you, you map it out. Um, there are certain things that you can, there's certain things that you can't do um, to see how much that flourished very, very quickly opposed to our office being open a year and like, you know, we, we were, we were kind of, you know, slow at some point. So what is so important about infrared? I've heard you mention that a few yeah. times now, like why, why is that the preferred kind of? Yeah. So, so infrared energy is, um, it's completely different than like your traditional sauna. So a lot of people think, um, when they think of like hot yoga, hot cycle, things like that, they think that they're going to be in there and be sweating. It's going to be very, very humid. Like they won't be able to talk, things like that. But, uh, infrared energy, is actually more of a dry heat. So it's still 125, 130 degrees in there, um, but it's more of a dry heat and the the, the rays are penetrating on a surface level. Um, so kind of the same energy that you're getting from the sun. So everybody talks how important vitamin D is from the sun, getting out into the sun, things like that. Um, it's that same type of wavelength that, that, that goes on in the sun. Is there anything detrimental to, and not trying to not get credit for it or nothing yeah, like that, yeah, but yeah. just, you know, the pros and cons of everything. Anything detrimental about the hot works environment or anything that is it? Obviously, it, it may not be for everyone as far as just their style and methodology and things like that, but is there anything that can be a con towards this, like, kind of business or just towards the workout? Um, I haven't found one yet, honestly. Um, I mean, because it's, it's the science and the and the research yeah. backs it, like, you okay. know what I mean? Um, we live in a world that everyone wants to see the science, they want to see the research behind things. Um, and ultimately, that was another reason to get into how it works is like I see the, the shift that's going on in, in, in the world, um, especially post COVID. Like, you know, everyone's trying to find alternatives, um, especially like holistic healthcare, things like that. Um, so everybody doesn't want that traditional style because a lot of people feel like they've been lied to due to this traditional style. So I saw the shift coming with how it works. Um, there's over 500 open locations already. Um, they've already sold licenses to over a thousand other locations. So I just kind of like migrated towards that. And then, like I said, the science and the research behind things, um, we know what the benefits are. So whether that be detoxification, um, you know, stress reduction, lower blood pressure, things like that. Um, we know all these things can be beneficial. So like, why not? So you spoke earlier about, you said as some, so the setup of how it works, there could be people, there could be people, um, kind of working out in like pods together and things like what is the okay so i've never i've never been to a hot work i've only driven you gotta back go. and gotta go. oh, i'm gonna pull up now, yeah. now that i know you know just off the strength of you but what so what is what is the setup like how does that how does that work like are people in there are you doing a workout or are you like just doing your own thing like what is that yeah it's just for me through that um so as i mentioned each studio is set up a little different um so there are a couple of studios that are already open here in charlotte um, but I know the owner of the franchise is here and she's opening up, she's got like three licenses for other places. So South Park, Valentine, things like that. She's kind of taken over with that. But, um, each, each location is set up a little different. Um, ours, like I said, we have 10 individual saunas. Um, each sauna is, um, it has a television. So it's all virtually trainer led. So each sauna offers a different type of workout. So we've got anything from like hot yoga, hot Pilates, um, to hot cycle, to hot row. So you can do multiple different workouts. Um, so with the isometric workout, so that's going to be like your hot yoga, hot blocks, things like that. Um, those are 30 to 45 minute sessions. And then there's those high intensity sessions, uh, cycle, uh, row, things like that. Those are 15 minute sessions. Um, so as I mentioned, we have staff, staff hours. Most days we're there from 11 to 8. Um, we close a little bit early on Friday and Saturday, but ultimately the, the member has 24 hour access. Um, so they download an app on their phone, um, have an individualized pin code for each door, uh, things like that. And then they schedule those uh, sessions on their phone, uh, super convenient, super easy. You can schedule those up to three days in advance. And then they come in, they do their workout. Um, we also have like a functional training area. So we got your free weights, kettlebells, dumbbells, battle ropes, um, cable machine, like all that type of stuff. Like, so, you know, you still get the full gym experience. Um, it's just adding on that luxury of having that infrared there. 
as well. So essentially, people are all sharing a space, but they're watching. Because you said virtually trainerless, they're kind of like watching something, kind of going through. If that's why they kind of choose to do it. Yeah. So yeah. So each, like I said, each sauna has a TV. So like it's it's only uh the sauna is only allowed for up to three people at a time. Um. So like I said, we can fit essentially thirty people. Um. But with the convenience of it being twenty four hours, like those are constantly cycling all throughout the day. So there's never an issue of like being overbooked, overpacked. Anything like that. Like, we get a little busy around between, like, 2 and 4. Um, I guess people really don't work. Um, so, like, y'all ain't like, yeah, like, That's some weird hours. Like, yeah, like, like yeah, between yeah. 2 and 4, though, um, we get a little packed. But ultimately, you got the convenience of being able to work out at any point. So, usually, it's never an issue. Now, what is the, the cleaning like? Because I'm thinking heat. I'm thinking people are already sweating at the gym when it's, like, you know, air conditioned. So, y'all are completely ruled that out. So, what, yeah. I'm, so that, I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all sanitary, yeah. but yeah, what is, like, what's my lab? What is y'all, yeah, what is but, that? But that's why I'm in there every day, okay. like like what you just talked yeah, about, no, no. Um, is 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 ultimately cleaning, um, because you want to make sure that it is clean, it is safe. Luckily, we have great members that really listen to us and clean up after themselves, things like that, um, but we got sanitizing spray for the saunas, um, so we try to do that in between each member. Um, there's also um, sanitizing spray for each member. Um, they can use that as well. There's gym wipes. There's, there's all your, you know, all your sanitary things. But ultimately, um, when I'm there every day, that's ultimately what I'm doing is cleaning the whole studio um, while they're up, like, you know, selling memberships and things like that. So that's, that's showing me that, you know, no matter what you, no matter how 500 members, 1,000 members, you still have to be hands-on. You still yeah. have to be a business owner. Yeah. You know, you can't, yeah, you can bring people in. You can have part-timers, but sometimes part-timers call out. I ain't trying to tell them to that. But just things happen in general with business. But if you really are about your business, one of you know, you franchise that for a reason. You did that. You know, you still have to you got to do the grunt work. Sometimes. You got to do the dirt work. You never should be too big. Even as a CEO, you should still, you know, if something needs to be fixed or something, you got to be in place or step down a little bit, you should know that. I was I was always like a firm believer in it kind of it, it kind of sickens me that, you know, a lot of your CEOs, a lot of your COOs, CFOs, things like that, they don't know basic rules in their own organizations. Procedure, like you said, well, you know, you, you need certain systems. I, I feel like, you know, I used to work at Target. I used to feel like my store manager, like, you put him in an electronics department, he wouldn't know what he was doing. Like, he would, you know, but I feel like you should know that. As somebody who, you pride yourself on this company, you pride yourself on the store, you pride yourself on this business, even higher up. I shouldn't just be seeing you maybe one time a week or twice a week and you don't you know you don't know what you're doing. It's not to say that you should be in and out just killing it, but you should have a basic sense of the business, the operations, yeah. how things go. So that's telling me that you know, sometimes you recognize that things have you like you said you're there literally every day. Every day. And, and I'm a little O C D too when it comes to cleaning. Everybody don't know how to clean. Um, nice. so very, like, very true. So, very true. So like I'm 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 constantly in there, um, you know, trying to get everyone up to par. And one thing that stood out to me um at my Memphis Associateship was like, you know, the the owner was basically like, you know, if the staff don't see see you doing it, then like more than likely they're not gonna do it as well. Um, so like I'm constantly in there doing things to let them know, like, hey, like I'm in this too. Like I don't want you to just be at work. I want to treat this more like a family environment, family experience. Um, so that's really kind of how we tailor it in terms of like you know getting employees in and things like that. Like I want them to know, like I'm, I'm gonna do the grunt work too. Like I don't want you to only cleaning the toilets and doing that. Like I'm willing to do that too, guys, too for sure. So now you you talked about the infrared, you talked about the benefits, you kind of talked about that lifestyle. If somebody tells you they want to adopt a HotWorks membership, that's kind of what they want to do. Hey, Trav, want to sign up. What are really some of the benefits, some of the perks, some of the things that can they, they can expect, especially within you know your location? Yeah. Um. So specifically for our location, like like I said, we're kind of one of the only twenty four hour studios that are open. So like you got that convenience. Um, before we actually opened, I was still a member at the Y, and they opened up at five thirty. Um, and five thirty was cool, but like, it would have been great if they opened up at five because that would have worked a little bit easier with my schedule. Um, but you know, you got some people that work second shift, or you got some people that want to work out late at night. Like I'm one of those late at night workout type of people, uh, so I don't want to work out first thing necessarily. Um, I'm trying to work out right before bed, things like that. Um, but that's a that's a whole other uh, you know issue. But um, but yeah, so ultimately, like you know, the benefits of it being twenty four hours. Um, the convenience of the location, like I said, it's at a newly uh, built development. So, like, it's it's prime location. There's a Starbucks right there. Um, literally, there's a Starbucks, like, two minutes, not even two minutes, like, maybe, like, you know, 30 seconds down the road, but it's not a drive-thru. So, we get a lot of traffic because this one is a drive-thru versus this one. Um, and kind of the same way with our chiropractic office as well. Like, we're 50 yards from another chiropractor. 
and then there's another chiropractor directly across the street. Um, we offer two different services. We can practice a little bit different things like that. Um, so one thing that stood out to me, like when I was in school was like, you know, there's kind of like an ABC store on every corner or you get off the interstate, you see multiple gas stations, like all those gas stations are still in business. So it's, it's all about how you, how you manage and you tailor what it is that you offer. So you talk about that so much on the podcast is about how a lot of people who I've talked to are in the same industry as one another, you know, yeah. from the hair to the clothes to everything like that. It's not a, at, at some point you really have to realize that you don't have to feel like you're being the same or being a follower. Like it's all about how you market. Mm-hmm. NJAX is going to be different from only Ohana. Only Ohana is going to be different from multi-year urban culture. I don't got my man band on, but shout out to them. You know, different brands are different. Y'all like what I did there. I like my business. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know my brands. But mm-hmm. it's just like you, It's it's we can have a bunch of these. But if your concept is different, it's a bunch of lounges out here. Yeah. It's only one tax and tea lounge, though. You know what I'm saying? See, threw another one in there. <laughs> but it's, it's all about the differentiation, how you brand yourself, how you do that. So even y'all having two separate practices, Oh, well, that's two separate types of clients that y'all see. Just different things that you don't, you know, you want to get into and things like that. Okay, so what are you most looking forward to? A, a, a month in with one business? Stand up. Hmm? Stand up. You said what made me stand out? Yeah. Um, so specifically, I'm we're the only black chiropractic office in Asheville. Um, and then two, we are cash-based. So insurance is a headache. Um, so... People like to come in and they like to know what it is that they're going to be paying. They don't want to get that bill in the mail, you know, six months after they've been seen or treated. And it's like, oh, you actually owe this. Um, So we're very upfront. We're very, you know, straightforward with our patients. Um, And a lot of people, they can't afford that cash. We have other alternatives that we can offer them as well. What's the alternative? So they can pay. They can pay and they don't necessarily have to pay all in one visit. They can pay, you know. This set price for this month and they pay this price. Depends what you do. <laughs> you trying to grill it? Yeah. So, depends, yeah. So our, our cash price for an adjustment is seventy dollars. Um. So that that's that's our cash price. But there's other modalities and things that we can add on to that that we can also do to help the patient. However, if they can't afford that at the time, then you know we can push that off off until the next visit. We can push that off until you get paid. Um. We offer a paid in full. Yeah, we uh we offer a paid in full discount as well. Um, if a patient wants to pay in full on their first visit for their whole treatment plan, um, but let's just say like you know I've got a couple of teachers, they're like I only get paid once a month. If your first visit was on the first of the month and you've already you know used that check for whatever, I'm okay with waiting until the next month. Like ultimately, like I want to see our people you know healthy, um, so I'm willing to kind of take that risk in terms of like waiting, um, you know, to to make sure that I'm helping somebody else out or doing something doing doing right by. Aspire though, you know, a lot of people don't adopt that mindset, you know, at that point, especially if you know, for a lot of people, it's not about I can't help that you know, you got this going on in life happening, I need to be paid when our rent is due, just since you know, so that's what's up. I was always told if your patient, if you take care of your patients, your patients will take care of you, absolutely. Um, so it's it's ultimately not about the money, it's you say, what haven't you? What avenue haven't you explored yet? What are you looking forward to getting into? What is something that maybe even, maybe you've done some research, you've seen some things, you've talked to some people, but what's something that the plug maybe or how it works, y'all haven't adopted yet that you feel like could really put y'all on the next level or something that you're very interested in and just getting into? Um, nothing specifically for the plug or how it works. Um, I'm, I'm really interested in real estate, um, mainly because I kind of grew up around it. My grandparents, they had a, a, a great foundation when it came to you know real estate and investing and things like that. So that, that's kind of where I got that mentality from. Um, so I dabbled a little bit into real estate, but I ultimately want to get more into real estate once I can get hands off, um, especially from Hotworks, because like, I'm never going to be hands off in the plug. Like, you know, it's only us, we're the only two doctors in there. Like, you know, we're the only ones that can adjust, but ultimately once I can step away from Hotworks a little bit, like trying to figure out those other avenues to kind of go down and, you know, get those multiple streams in. So. You see some people that need some crazy adjustments, like some baby coming here all crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Is there anything you don't like about what you do? Like um, anything not, you would kind of just want to never tell people? No, 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 no. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's really not anything that I don't like to do. Um, I, I, I guess it is um, man, man, managerial, managerial. Okay. Um, when it comes to doing like the operation side of things, I hate it. I'm not that great at it, so like I try to stay hands off. Um, like I said, my fiance she does great with that part. So like, yeah, you do that. You set everybody's schedule. 
Um, you know, you follow up on the college, you follow up on the leads, things like that. Um, I suck at that, so I, I want to be hands off. I don't want to do that. It's important um, to know weaknesses, you know, yeah, yeah, like that. So, That's, I, so I feel like okay, we haven't talked about the fiance, your fiance and her involvement. Yeah. How how has that been for you? Like having some, you know, it's one thing to have a business partner, but it's one thing for that business partner to be somebody who you're. Not yeah. entangled, but yeah. that's your fiance. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all in the winning yeah. for sure. So, what is, yeah, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the right word. Not entangled. Not entangled. Yeah, yeah. But, no, y'all locked in for sure. So, what is that? But what is that also like from the from the business side of things? Because, so you know, like you said, there are certain things that she just feels that you can't do or that you suck at or that you just take a step back from. So, having your fiance there to fill in, is that fire? Yeah, no, it is. At first, we thought it wasn't going to work because it's like, dang, like, we live together, we do this together, like, and we gotta work together, like, that's gonna clash. Yeah. And we're two, like, anybody that knows her, like, we, we complete opposites, like, when it comes to doing certain things. Um, we're complete opposite, but it works out great, because like you just said, um, ultimately, the things that I'm not good at, or the things that she's not good at, like, we counteract each other. Um, so when it comes to networking and interacting with people and things like that, not not that she's not good at it, she just don't like to do it. So like that's more so my speed. Um, but like I said, when it comes to you know doing the operations or the behind the scenes type of stuff that I'm not really trying to do, um, I can do, but I'm more of a procrastinator when I do it. Like it's like all right, I'll do that you know this day. When her, it's like you know I got a calendar, I got a you know this this that and third. Like I'm gonna make sure it gets done. So. Um, now, it, it, I mean, it, it works out pretty good. It works out pretty good. Um, and especially now, since Hotworks is open, um, we kind of split time. So, like, it isn't that same, you know, being around each other all day. Um, you kind of you kind of get that option of asking, like, you know, oh, how was your day? What what happened? What corresponded with this? Okay. Before we tell the people where they can tap in with you at, how they can get you, location, social media, everything like that, what's do you feel like there's anything we haven't talked about today? Anything we haven't touched on? Anything you know you want to even some last words that you want to leave for the people, whether they be business owners, entrepreneurs, whether they you know in that space or not, but just you know a message for them or just anything that what keeps you going, what kind of keeps you motivated, keeps you trucking day by day. Um, no, nah, I think we hit on a lot of stuff. Um, like I said, the biggest thing is is it's not going to be easy, um, and delay gratification. Like you know, don't try to keep up with social media. Um, you know, don't let that play a huge factor in what it is that you want to do. Like I said, ultimately, my goal is to not be so hands-on at 45. Like, that, that's that been a thought in my mind. I don't know where at 45, I don't know where that number came from. Um, I just turned 30, but ultimately, like I said, when I turn 45, like, I, I, I don't want to be there. You know, so uh, it might be. But, um, but um, yeah, ultimately, I think the biggest takeaway or the biggest thing I can give people is, like I said, delay gratification. Um, that's, 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 that's going to be huge. Um, because, you know, ultimately if everyone, if we're on this generational wealth type of deal, um, you want to be able to enjoy that wealth. So like one thing we know is like the, the average lifespan is like 82 years old or something like that. A lot of people retire at 75, like that's only a couple of years to really enjoy that. Um, so I'm, I'm really trying to, you know, maximize my time, uh, that we have. So. So before we get to the Q and A session, where can the people tap in with you? Location, social media, website. Any, what's the best way to get it? What's the best way? Yeah, let me look at that. Up, I know you. Honestly. I know you piqued some interest in here today. Now you got me kind of thinking about the ones we got in Florida. Um, um, I didn't know the concept. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was hot yoga. Like I thought you kind of yeah. just walked in there and just so, did a little workout and just hot. Yeah. Like, so yeah. So a lot of people think it is just strictly hot yoga, but um, you know, two of the two of my favorite workouts isn't hot yoga. It's a uh, hot band. So you're doing like resistance style training inside of the sauna and then hot hot thunder row um you're doing a row machine um i hate running so you know i i adopted the row machine a couple of years ago and then now to do it inside of a sauna as well like that's just been great um but as far as social media um like i said i am from Asheville, so that's like an hour and 45 away um but you can follow us at the plug chiropractic uh, on IG. So everybody take the phones out real quick. You can follow last time. Yeah, so I gotta follow them right now. Yeah, just take, just take the phones out. Bro. You can follow us at the. Yeah, let me make sure that's right though, because that's that's not one <laughs> of the phones. So, so, so I sign on there every day. Um, but yeah, you can follow us at the Plug Chiropractic um, when it comes to chiropractic stuff. You know, um, knowing more about how the body works, uh, things like that. We do, like I said, we do a lot of education. Uh, we've been pretty lax on there over the last couple months due to getting Hot Works open, but. We'll be back on there pretty soon. Uh, Hotworks Asheville, uh, Biltmore BLG is our Hotworks, um, and then my personal IG is um, one retro underscore trav. So and it's Hotworks W O R X. Yep, W O R X. Got to be politically correct. We all probably thought it was K S. Got to tap it. So okay, so Trav, for me to you, definitely, you know, 
it was a pleasure to chop it up to really, you know, you taught me some things that I'm pretty sure you educated some people today. I think you even piqued some interest in here today. But no, it was definitely interesting just to hear two different sides. Scoops was telling me, yo, I got to lock in with my dog, Trav. I ain't hear from Scoops in a month. Like, and then I was just like, yo, like, you got the, I'm going to call him out now. But that's my dog. He made this happen. But I was, so I was like, yo, like he said, so let me hit him right now. And you hit me afterwards. And then we saw the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm all about, you know, I, I love this platform. I love just what it's done for me, for people. But I love just giving people that exposure, putting it in front of everybody. So the fact that we were really able to make this happen for a second time to get you on to really, to the people, man, it's just, I, I'm, I'm elated, dog. So yeah. I, I definitely do appreciate you, you know, taking the time with us to educate the people. I'm definitely glad to be here. Big shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for always just being so hospitable to us and just making things happen. Big shout out to everybody in here, man. Y'all, yeah. it look good in here, man. We got I got my previous interview in the back. Brent and we did it for round one, man. I'm, so I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. Big shout out to Blake, man, for, for curating the vibes and just making things happen. And I love all y'all, man. I just, I'm, I'm so excited just for the podcast to be, you know, over 100 episodes, over 12,000 plays, like, in over 50 countries now. I just checked before I came here. Like, it's just, it's crazy. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited really for what the future holds for us. We'll be doing, like I said, we will be back before the year is over. To everybody that tapped in on the IG Live, man, big shout out to y'all. Definitely wish y'all could have been here, but we're going to get y'all here because, like I said, we're going to do a tour. So we're going to hit city after city. To everybody, you know, who continues to watch, continues to tap in with us. Thank y'all. Big shout out to my mama show her again one more time, the cupcake. Big shout out to Sean the Sweet Treats, man. We're going to make it happen for round three. So to everybody watching, to everybody listening, to everybody here, this has officially been the second live event for the Down to Business Podcast. This has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast. Here with Tamar Turner. So that's a wrap. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>